0: Network and is a Nationwide Disaster Preparedness
1: Network made up of Patriot-Oriented Radio Operators. So am
0: on phonetically. Mike,
1: Romeo, Romeo,
0: Oscar, November. This is a directed net, so please hold any traffic until that control station calls for it. Any emergency traffic may break in at any time.
1: Whether you are seasoned or new, this is the place for patriots, preppers, and partisans who understand the necessity of being able to receive and share information with others when conventional communications are disrupted or compromised. Grid up or grid down, this is Partisan Radio. Welcome to Volume 50, Volume 50 of Partisan Radio. We've got a lot to look forward to in 2020. Now, this is something that has been on my list for quite some time to revive partisan radio, uh, much to uh, the demand and multiple requests of many of you out there. And, uh, we did do a few in 2019, but there are a lot of things logistically that I had to clear off my plate and things that had to be in place for me to do that. So my goal is to produce a partisan radio every other week instead of trying to be over ambitious and do one a week. We've got a lot of stuff going on, as many of you know, within AMRON with emergency communications training. And 2020 promises to be a very uh, interesting year. It's already started off that way. So, right now, uh, we are at AMCON 4. We are at AMCON 4, which is the second to the lowest level of. Amron readiness condition level, uh, the lowest being five, with no threats uh, known as far as related to emergency communications. But we are at Amcon 4 to bring awareness to the heightened incredible cyber threat that Iran poses uh, as retribution for the killing of one of their generals in an air raid strike in Iraq, a general who was responsible for killing Uh, many Americans and allies and injuring many more. And uh, the uh, U.S. forces took him out. So Iran is promising retribution. And the uh, most credible threat that they pose is through cyber attacks, which we've already seen uh, some attempts, but uh, they're very capable. So this Amcon 4 is essentially to increase awareness have you check your gear, have a discussion with your local groups, your family, and uh, this is about awareness more than anything else. We're not aware of any specific threats or no imminent threats. And speaking of threats, there, right now we're faced with this, this virus, coronavirus, out of China, which is creating a lot of panic. So uh, this has nothing to do with that. At this time, we're not taking that lightly, but we are not looking at this as a a global pandemic that's going to result in biblical levels of uh, pestilence and and death, but uh, we are watching it very closely. And if that situation changes where it does go to the next level, um, it spills much beyond uh, what it already has, then we'll assess that. Uh, as time goes on. But it is AMCON 4, that is the condition level, and net control stations are expected to pass all digital traffic, including the AMCON level. Make sure you include that in your preamble to your nets, net control stations, but you're also expected to pass all digital traffic intended for wide distribution to your nets, and also for the net control operators running VHF and uh, CH3 nets via voice. And that traffic may include the AIB, which is the Amron intelligence brief put out every Tuesday, and that includes the VERA code that goes along with that, and the supplemental VERA code, which is sent out separately in Any other traffic which is designated as being for wide distribution during Amron Nets. Uh, Net control station operators are responsible for making sure that traffic gets distributed to your Nets. I want to give you a couple of updates. Uh, First of all, the SOI version 4. I am behind on that, uh, working diligently on that. And I'm very close to presenting that to the advisory committee for review. That will be in the next, I suspect, the next seventy-two hours. I am about four weeks behind schedule on a few projects, and that's one of them. My goal was to have that available January first. Obviously, that's not going to happen. So, uh, version four will be a—it's a beta version that I want to have the Amron Ops Advisory Committee look over first over the weekend, and then distribute that to Amron Core for review, for input, suggestions, ideas. We won't be able to implement all of them, but we're looking for things that we may have overlooked that probably should be in this uh, latest version. And uh, after a brief, we haven't decided yet, a brief review period, uh, then we, we will finalize version four and release that widely to the public. If you are practicing in our regularly scheduled practice nets right now already, you have the frequencies, you have the times, and you know that we have a persistent presence net. So even without the SOI being ready yet, if an emergency, a real world emergency happen right now, you take to the airwaves, you're going to be in contact with somebody from Amron and we'll begin disseminating uh, information about nets and times and schedules through that persistent presence net. So uh, not to worry, you will not be hanging out there without any ability to communicate with anyone because version four isn't ready yet. Okay, so this is not something to panic over, but it will be a very valuable tool that will help you. It will consolidate all of the uh, white papers that we've produced over the last year and a half and and incorporate that into the SOI, including uh, uh, our training schedules And the persistent presence net and procedures that operators know to implement because they've been training regularly. So, the SOI version four is really going to be the most help for folks who have not been training uh, like they should. But anyway, it's going to be a great document, a great uh, tool, and that's going to be available very soon. Now, I wanted to turn to uh, a couple of letters and some questions that have come up. Uh, One came. Uh, last week asking, uh, Hey, John, uh, I have been looking into joining in on the Amron nets, but the problem is I work in law enforcement. That said, I work 12 hour shifts and the nets are always falling on my day that I have to work. I have been on many times in the past few weeks on the national nets. I've not been able to make contact with anyone from Amron. I would like to practice and make sure I can make contact with other operators, but I can't find anyone. I have a couple ideas outside of changing the net schedule, which I hope we can do to help accommodate members like me. One would be a weekly informal net. Uh, The other would be to start a discord for Amron with an area just for people trying to meet up on the air. Uh... So let me um, uh, respond to this, uh, and I do understand what he's saying, and he's not the only one that's having having trouble getting connected, especially with work schedules and conflicts uh, with net times and so on, but uh, I would say that uh, th- folks with these types of uh, questions or issues are not aware that there is a persistent presence net. Now go to amron.com and type in persistent presence and you'll see the white paper that discusses, uh, what times and what bands operators are covering because at almost any time during the day and uh, many times in the evening, there are nets going on. So let me uh, read the response. Uh, I'm not sure where you're located, but the national nets are based out of North Idaho slash Eastern Washington. So there are a lot of folks who are out of reach in many parts of the country. They either have to be relayed in or they get their traffic from their regional 80 meter nets, which take place on Thursdays, not Wednesdays. Now that might be an option for you as well. There are a lot of nets listed on the net directory. But unfortunately, some of those nets are no longer taking place, which leads to even more frustration for folks trying to get connected. We're going through those uh, nets on that schedule to try and audit them to determine which nets are still going on and which have been abandoned for various reasons, where we can, uh, where we were not notified perhaps, and it happens. People move; they have family issues, jobs change, etc., and uh, they don't consider contacting us to let us know that they're not running a net any longer. So there are nets that do take place during the day and evenings and weekdays and weekends. And those are all still active. Now, if you try to check into a net and repeatedly you cannot find anybody on a scheduled net, contact us, email me at johnjacob at amron.com. And we'll try to get a hold of, uh, the person responsible for running that net. And, uh, uh, either get that net revived or remove it from the roster. Uh, one solution which doesn't help with with uh, checking in per se, but many Amron members have gone had to go to work, school, church, etc, leaving their stations up and running, parked on the net frequency that for the scheduled net they know is coming up. And then when they return, there are reports, files, and other traffic that their station picked up while the operator was away. That's another beautiful thing about digital modes. Now, I'm not sure which nets you're referring to, but I'm assuming that by national nets, you're referring to HF nets. And I'm not sure if you're working just voice or if you're also digital capable as well. If you're trying only voice, that's extremely tough right now with the current sunspot cycle we're in. And it will be that way for several years. We're at the bottom of an 11-year solar cycle. That makes voice nearly impossible, except for stations running expensive linear amplifiers. And I have one, and I use it for national nets, but I get about a quarter of the check-ins on voice as I do on digital nets. Digital capabilities are something I strongly encourage anyone to explore, even if for only receiving purposes. And I will also say that there are those who check in on five watts. Sometimes the path is just right, the antenna configuration is just right, but you can't just count on that one time you did it. You have to be able to know consistently that you can make it through, and with voice right now, we just can't say that. As for informal nets, there are several nets across the country that take place at various times. They are official Amron nets, and they're supposed to be passing the same traffic that's passed during the national, regional, national nets, on the first and third Wednesdays and Thursdays of each month. As far as grid-up coordination, Amron Core does have a couple of great tools that we use daily for coordination, testing, training, mentoring, etc. And that is the Znet or the Zello Walkie Talkie app that's uh, exclusively for Amron Core. And we have used unseen chat in the past with great success, but they're bringing another type of chat, uh, some distribution, Distributed or blockchain type infrastructure, so their long-standing chat infrastructure that we're used to isn't being maintained, and it's become increasingly unstable. So we're in a holding pattern on that, and we are testing their new chat, and so far it looks promising. We do not use Discord. It's a very popular online coordination communication app that's very popular with gamers, but we don't use Discord because so many operators in Amron use Linux and more and more are switching over to Linux operating systems and discord. So far as we can tell is strictly a windows based app. And there are other platforms and we're looking at those for grid up communications, mentoring, and so on. Uh, now I hope I was able to provide at least a couple possible solutions to help you get linked up with other Amron operators on the air. And it's, it's definitely working. Amron works. It's we're on the air all the time. We're getting a lot more stations checking into the nets, so it's just a matter of helping to find ways for those who are having a harder time getting connected by identifying why, and then working toward a solution. So anyway, stay safe. We hope to see you on the air soon, and let me know if uh, those options sound like they may work for your situation. Now another question came up related to several topics on the Amron Core ZNet, and I, I want to share. Part of that discussion here, because I think a lot of people could benefit. And if you haven't joined Amaran core, I strongly recommend it because that's where people are fast tracked. Those who truly have an interest and they see the need for strategic and operational level communications, especially in the HF world, and you're new. There's so much help available at your fingertips with the forum and with the Znet. They're continuously working together. Uh, using internet-based applications to communicate and coordinate and helping these guys get up on the air very quickly. It's its such a, a short uh, learning curve compared to trying to do it on your own. Some great mentors out there. But anyway, I want to share part of this discussion here because, like I said, I think a lot of people could benefit from it. Now, the question came up whether or not it's acceptable to pass the AIB or the Amron Intelligence Brief or other Amron traffic onto other groups outside of Amron? And secondly, what about our traffic, which is sent out using custom forms to other groups who may not have the Amron custom forms? A third, uh, is the Vera code or the supplemental Vera code sensitive information and should it be removed from say the AIB before being passed on to other groups outside of Amron? And then finally, the question of, the printable Amron National Net PDF, and which nets are listed there and which are not. So I want to share this with you. Actually, this was from the ZNet earlier today. QST, QST Amron Core, John Jacob here, uh, just responding to the question about passing along the the AIB uh, beyond, or I guess beyond the uh, the limits of Amron. Uh, absolutely yeah we want to uh, there are a lot of organizations out there that have uh, communications support and the whole concept of amron is to be a patriot uh, oriented communications network to help link various different patriot groups so it's kind of like a kind of like a freeway of information to keep uh, information flowing between patriot minded organizations so yeah, absolutely. Feel free to pass on the AIB to others outside of AMRON. Uh, while you're at it, encourage them to, uh, to tune into the AMRON nets to get it directly. But if you are involved in nets with other organizations, uh, this is a great opportunity and a tool for practicing passing on real world intelligence and information. Uh, and the AIB is just a. Uh, Another thing that you don't have to produce—it's already there—and you can just kick it on forward. Uh, one thing that was brought up, with I think it was a really great point by uh, one of the guys on the advisory committee. Let me break. If you do, uh, make sure that you remove any what we call metadata. So the originating station should be you. It shouldn't show uh, another Amron station that maybe you received it from, uh, so that their FCC calls not showing in there, but it's uh, it's yours. So. Uh, uh, just don't uh, obligate other people's uh, information to other, you know, groups outside of Amron uh, or try to minimize that as much as you can. Uh, as far as the custom forms go, that's not a problem either. Uh, we want to encourage uh, folks, whether you're in Oath Keepers or Three Percenters or a, a, some church uh, network or whatever, to go ahead and download those HTML forms so they have them in their custom forms so they can read them. Uh, let me break and reset. Uh, also, you can if you're dealing with other uh, operators, maybe from a different network, that don't have the custom forms. You can copy and paste the information out of those. Those do not have to stay in a custom form. Those those are distributed, uh, initiated, from Amron National in a custom form. Uh, but uh, you can copy and paste that material and put it in a text document if you want, or just send it in plain text. To uh, other radio networks, uh, patriot-oriented radio networks that are looking for news and information, you can always do, do that as well. Uh, as far as the Vera code, let me break and reset and address that. Uh, there's nothing sensitive about the Vericode. Matter of fact, there's uh, a web. Uh, the web address is in the AIB, where they can go and learn more about it. Uh, if they have the Vera code, they only have half of a password. It means nothing to them. They can disregard it, and they can just look at the news that we're including in uh, these AIBs. Uh, if they're interested in it, uh, then uh, at that point, if they do want to get the information that's put out in the partisan operator journals, uh, they're going to need the other part. And for that, they're going to have to get in touch with a scheduled AMRON net to get the supplemental Veracode so they can get the whole password, decode it, and they're, they're free to uh, enjoy that as well. And it's good training for them. Uh, but those can only be, the supplemental vericode can only be passed in a scheduled Amron net. And you don't have to be a member of Amron to check into our nets. So it's, it's not uh, uh, super exclusive there. But um, all are invited if they're interested and in they're patriots. And that's all I got on that. Hopefully that answered the questions. And if you have any more, then let me know. This is John Jacob, clear. God bless everyone.
0: So as a newbie, I have questions about the nets. For example, the PDF that's on the Amron site doesn't list a net for this week. Uh, I know that sounds stupid, but does that mean there's not a net for this week? And I need to wait to next week for the... uh, next information, or are there other nets that are regularly scheduled, weekly nets that are scheduled, or is this just an
1: off week? Uh, great question. Thanks for bringing that up. The What what you see on the PDF, the, the scheduled net PDF, is a listing of the national nets, the national and rolling regional, which are considered national nets. The first and the third weeks of the month are... National nets, which means they start on Wednesday with 20 meters and then 40 meters that evening, coming from national, and then the next day, nationwide, we're doing regional nets, and those roll across the nets. We call those rolling nets. So they'll start on the East Coast, then then work the way across the West Coast uh, every what uh, 90 minutes now. Uh, I'd have to look, but uh, yeah, so those are national net weeks. Now, if you look on the website at the scheduled nets tab, you'll see a drop down. There are nets going on all the time, and we're trying to audit those right now, because we do have nets that are on that list that are not taking place any longer, because uh, somebody moved or something happened in their life and they don't run those nets anymore. And there's nets that are running that uh, are not on that list. Generally, if you look on that list, there's a lot of those nets that are still active and running regularly, Uh, even between the national scheduled net weeks. So there's something going on almost all the time. And uh, let me break and reset. Now if you see a scheduled net on there, say a regional HF net, and uh, you call out a couple times uh, you've tried to check in and there doesn't seem to be anybody there, please let us know. And uh, we'll try to track down our point of contact for that net. And if they're not running that anymore, we'll remove it. Uh, But there's also the uh, persistent presence net, which is going on all the time at almost any time of day. There's somebody on the air from Amron. Uh, You'll see them beaconing and uh, they'll be on uh, Contestia. And so if you don't have the AIB for that week, you can always call out, uh, you know, CQ, Amron. uh, Does anybody have the AIB they can send to me? And I get it that way and uh, it might take a while for somebody to notice you're there. Uh, you know, they come back from eating dinner and look at the screen and realize somebody's calling for traffic. Uh, so you might not get a response immediately, but uh, oftentimes you will. So the persistent presence net is there all the time for folks to uh, pass traffic. Let me break uh, one more time. Now the supplemental vericode uh, is very specific that has to, that can only be passed during scheduled nets. So that can't be passed over the persistent presence net. Uh, the persistence presence net is for passing all other traffic any time of day, but uh, the only exception would be the supplemental VERA code that can only be passed during scheduled nets. So hopefully that clears that up for you.
0: Yeah, and if you're on the eastern side of the nation, there is every Tuesday night except the fifth Tuesday uh, there is a regional digital training net, East and Central. So that one will be tonight as well. Uh, it the only time we drop that is the fifth Tuesday of the month. Okay, and uh, I copied all of uh, John Jacobs' information and understand. And then, so I participated last week in the Tuesday net. So that makes sense. So that's every Tuesday night, whether it's scheduled or not, and. That's at uh, 0030 Zulu, I believe, for the digital. Uh, the East Central Digital Training Night is 0100 Zulu. Uh, so I think that's probably 8 o'clock tonight.
1: Copy all. Thank you for the information. Well, hopefully, that was helpful and informative for a, a lot of you who may have some uh, the same questions. One little pointer that I wanted to pass on. In the info field of your JS8 call, we've been trying to pass this along uh, through tribal knowledge, but getting operators to put your abbreviated stat rep in your info field in JS8 call, and then also put the net word of the week in there. As well, so when other operators are looking for that information, they can just query another station and query your info field, and get the network of the week that way. Those can be passed along through the persistent presence nets and uh, far and wide. Now, as far as the persistent presence net, I want to invite you to go to amron.com and search for persistent presence, uh, the white paper. That is also going to be included in the new soon-to-be-released SOI. Uh, the information from the white paper covering persistent presence nets will be in there. Using multiple modes, what we call quad mode, and that is JS8 call uh, for those of you running G-Aram and uh, the FL Digi Contestia 4250 and JS8 or JS8 call programs uh, for those of you that are capable of running uh, multiple programs at one time especially for the Linux users uh, who are able to do that. Now, another question came up from an Amron core operator who is working with a sizable group of patriots locally who have no communications capabilities at this time. Now, the question is, is it okay to share the AIB minus the Vera code to my local group? I want to practice with them and sending it would be via Messenger. I hope to get them on the radio bandwagon soon. Now the AIB may only be sent over radio or by courier, including the Veracode. So as a demonstration only to this one specific group and only one time to show them what they're missing out on by not having comms capabilities, permission was granted. Including the Veracode wouldn't do them any good. So that's not a big deal. To do anything with the Veracode, one must also have the supplemental Veracode, which may only be sent over radio and only during regularly scheduled Amron Nets. No exceptions, period. That would just be a gross disservice to those who've worked hard, overcome obstacles, dedicated themselves to getting their comms up, and who've earned their place, and who can access the partisan operator journals. It's the reward for their hard work and their efforts. So we made an exception for the sharing of the AIB with a group one time. If you think that's something that might be helpful in motivating your local group, then shoot me an email first at johnjacob at and we'll take uh, we'll take it on a case-by-case basis. There are several ways I recommend that they receive the AIB directly in the future. What if there isn't messenger or email or social media or other modern conventional means of passing news and information to your local group? That is what you need to help them overcome. Get the pacifier out of their mouth and help them get resilient and self-reliant so that they can receive this information even if there is no modern conventional communications. First, have them get an HF or a multiband ham transceiver and set it up to receive. You don't have to be licensed to receive only. Now, if that's not affordable, there are a couple of recommendations. One, shortwave radio receiver, such as the Sony or the Texun, PL880 or PL660, or a similar quality receiver, but it must have single sideband capability. The next option would be an SDR, or software-defined radio receiver. There's a couple of great models out there. Uh, They're a little on the spendier side, about what, 120 to 150, I believe. Uh, The Airspy SDR and SDR Play. And of course, they're they're more affordable, cheaper uh, dongles, but they don't have the bandwidth coverage, the band coverage. So there's a couple of recommendations. For whatever they end up with, a ham transceiver, shortwave radio, or an SDR receiver. Get what you need to be self-reliant to receive information. Then go to YouTube with whatever you end up buying and start learning. Don't be a baby that needs to be spoon-fed. Go after knowledge. If someone doesn't have the drive to pursue learning something like that on their own when things are easy, They won't have the self-determination to make it very long in an SHTF environment anyway. They're dead weight and a liability, notwithstanding your immediate family, children, and and so on. We're talking about adults that just won't do anything for themselves. Want to help overcome that. That's the beauty of Amron Core. Uh, there is a forum, there is the ZNet, there are training nets, there's mentoring and learning, teaching, lots of support and constant communications and coordination going on daily. There's a lot of team building and camaraderie that takes place. It's a great team. And I strongly recommend joining Amron Core today if you haven't already. I want to remind you also, uh, for many of you that are uh, putting on presentations about emergency communications or setting up a booths at Prepper, uh, events and things like that or asking about the trifold, there is a trifold that's available for you to download. It's in PDF form. It's at amron.com flyer. And that is available for you to uh, print out, to hand out to events that you're at or small groups that you're doing presentations to. And hopefully that will uh, help you guys out with that. And then finally, uh, as I close, I want to remind you that we do have a great app now. It's the Amron Team app. It's a great way to stay informed on rapid developments, updates, and just general information as it relates to emergency communications in general and Amron operations in particular. And you can get that app by going to amron.com. And on the right-hand side, you'll see the banner there with the Team App logo. Click on that and just follow the instructions. It's super simple. That's all I've got for this episode. Uh, This has been volume 50 of Partisan Radio. You guys stay safe out there. Stay in touch. We'll see you on the air. I'm John Jacob Schmidt,
0: 73. As ready, trained communicators, right up to the present time, radio hams have been busy every single minute. The ever-increasing group of radio amateurs who have equipped themselves at their own expense with two-way radio sets by amateurs who saw their opportunity to render a public service and paid off for Americans in trouble.